0: We are in the age of anxiety. Politics, pandemic, inflation, violence, and war. Isn't it just too much? It doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. Here we'll learn how the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped millions of people cope with stress and depression, and how TM can help you to end anxiety. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. It's amazing to have John Kramer with us today. He's an author and a book marketing expert, and he's not just behind millions of books being sold. He's behind billions, including many bestsellers, including the Chicken Soup books. So whether you're a writer or not, If you've struggled with being discouraged, with lack of confidence, or with too many obstacles to your success, John Kramer is your guy. (laughs) He's been there, and boy, has he come through it. So I just watched a video from where you tell writers not to get discouraged and not to quit, uh, John. And uh, being a writer is an absolute formula almost for anxiety. Here's some of the things. You know, there's writer's block there's loneliness, there's rejection, in all caps, it's just a life of continuous rejection, self-doubt, poverty, uh, failure in all its colors. So for, that's my first question. How big a problem
1: is anxiety for
0: writers? Well, you know, we trademarked the term writer's block.
1: Who else has blocks, you know? Writers do. Actors don't, apparently. You know, I, I never hear it of anything else in writers. So we sort of own anxiety <laughs> in some <laughs> sense. And, and it, it, it is a real thing for writers. Uh, we often get blocked when we're writing. where We try to think, you know, we try to get past it sometimes. Sometimes we have to work around it, things like that. So it's a big problem for writers. So, you know, having something like TM around really makes a difference for writers. I've never experienced writer's block. I can sit down and write right away anytime I want.
0: You know what? I haven't either. I haven't, you know, it's one thing. I've had days when I didn't feel good, you know, and it's like if I write anything today, it'll be terrible. And (laughs) then I just write it. (laughs) Are you like that too? Uh, anytime, I can just sit
1: down and I can start writing. I don't have to, uh, you know, await uh, for inspiration or anything like that. So I, <laughs> and I don't have any anxiety over it, so I can sit down at any time and start writing, and it usually turns out well. In fact, even with my Thousand and One Ways to Market Your Books, big book, you know, six hundred pages long. Wow, I uh, I just wrote it. Page by page, basically, and
0: I love did it. Very,
1: did very little editing of it, uh, and it turned out well. A lot of people appreciated it. You know, I'm I'm working in the book world, so if there's going to be critics, I find them.
0: You know, yeah, they'll come to you. Yeah. How many copies do you uh, do you think it's sold? Over a hundred thousand, hundred thousand copies. Then no, that's just beautiful. And what an achievement and, and how much does that help other people? And I wanted to mention to our listeners that uh, John and I are in a contest uh, of who can write the mo- most books. And we just talked about it. We decided we need a referee because he's got about 30. I've got about 30, 30 to 35, you know. But here's the thing in the background, John, is that we're both long-term meditators. And that's a huge factor. You know, I can't even tell you for myself how big a factor it is for me that I just continue to uh, rise above all the obstacles and continue to perform. How about for you? How big a factor is it for you that transcendental meditation? Well, it's the same for writing
1: and for marketing. It's basically that you have, for both of them, you have to have a lot of persistence. And you have to have a lot of focus. And the thing is that uh, TM is good for both of those. It, <laughs> it helps you to focus and it helps you to persist. So, you know, for marketing or writing books, you know, that's the magic key. And so I think TM does a lot for me. You know, isn't it
0: interesting that you didn't even say talent. You didn't even say creativity, which, you know, TM <laughs> helps with those. I sometimes wonder... You know, talent, which, of course, I'm bursting with. (laughs) (laughs) How much that has to do with it? You know, I'll see successful writers, and it's not necessarily the talented ones. But these other things, persistence, just I wonder if it's just that, you know, just persistence, just keep going. And then, you know, it takes a while to, you know. Most people take anywhere from
1: six months to 10 years to write a book. So, you know, you have to persist or it'll take you 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, at least in book writing, you know, you can say that for, say, short stories or something like that. Maybe creativity is more important. But uh, certainly for writing a book, persistence is a key because otherwise you don't get it done
0: yeah well and then you know marketing it you know so um getting published now did you did you try conventional publishing at all when did you settle on self-publishing uh well from my original book you know thousand one
1: ways to market your book i self-published it because there was nobody that's going to do it better than me right uh, in terms of marketing but i did try i had one book with Wiley. I had a book with Prima Publishing, which was a division of Random House. Um, but neither one did that well. They, you know, unless you're an A-list book, you're just sort of thrown out there, and they're happy if they get, you know, a thousand sales or five thousand sales.
0: You know, when that's that a funny thing.
1: For the publisher, it just balances out. You know, for them, it's fine. They're
0: making money, and you know. But the author is unhappy. <laughs> yeah, no. The, now Wiley, which is John Wiley Publishing in New York, it's the leading business publisher. They're right. also a, an aggrandizer. They they've swallowed up. They they swallowed up Dummies Press, for example. Right. And uh, I have a book with them, and it's great for my resume. But it's just what you said. You know, it's just what you said. <laughs> Well, for me,
1: it was even tougher because my editor, right before the book was published, and your editor is your advocate, he decided to be a force ranger in Montana. (laughs) (laughs) So my book was sort of orphaned. But, you know, so I actually ended up selling more of the book when I self-published it before I sold the rights to Wiley. Um, So... But I did have some, you know, strong advocates. Uh, there was a sales rep in Minnesota that loved the book and sold a lot. But uh, you know, trying to get any attention in New York was
0: impossible because my editor was gone. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very interesting, and I don't even know how much difference that would have made, you know. I mean, this is an interesting thing. For getting published, it's great to and to for getting the status and like that. It's great to have a real publisher, but for marketing. I, I think what you're saying really is to do it yourself. I mean, get the book, get the, get your book for guidelines. Um, now the um, chicken soup books, enormous success, you know, and we lived in the same town with those people and I'd see them, you know, going to, to the, the health resort there and just to have plenty of money, which is expensive, you know? And so those guys, sold a ton, but what you're saying is either, I'm wondering, either do it yourself, or if you go with a conventional publisher, you better be real involved with promoting it yourself. Right. I know a number of authors that started out
1: self-publishing and then sold the rights to a larger publisher, but in one case, the author actually had written into her contract that they pay her an extra $20,000 to do her own PR, And they were happy to do it because she was so good at it, you know. And and I think that that's part of what you have to do. You have to negotiate a good contract to, um, you know, to make that work. And then you have to be, you know, aggressively promoting it yourself. So, you know, the promotion work is almost the same whether you're self-publishing or you're going to a major publisher. Unless somehow you're one
0: of their A-list books.
1: Now, did you do –
0: I'm just guessing who that might have been. Did you do the passion test books,
1: or did you help
0: with them? I helped them some.
1: I I mean, I I worked with Janet and Chris on that uh, a little bit, but uh, they were basically on their own. But they did a lot uh, on their own to promote because they had uh, developed big mailing lists.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they did fabulously with that. Uh, So I want to swing back a little bit to anxiety because maybe, you know, some (laughs) very very anxious people are going to be listening to this. (laughs) And so let's go to writers are very reclusive. You know, writers, uh, this is me, you know, which, you know, Nina and other people don't believe me, but, you know, I was always the guy that's just very quiet in class. You know, I just like to, you know, be, be Even reclusive, I love that. You know, just be off by yourself in the cabin and write. But here's the thing that the thought of actually publishing, the thought of going out and uh, going on social media, the thought of attracting people to to, um, come out and do a book signing, do a speaking tour and all that. Some writers maybe are really extroverts, but a lot aren't. So... Yeah, I'm an introvert. Uh, I love nothing better
1: than be in my small little office here in the mountains of Taos and uh, simply uh, writing. That's my favorite thing. But I know I have to get out and do things. So, you know, you get interviewed on different kinds of podcasts. I had one yesterday. I have another one in an hour, you know, so I get interviewed by people. And I know this is this is one. let's not forget this one. Oh, I know. I'm just asking. I, I figured you already knew I was
0: being interviewed here. <laughs> <laughs> Take nothing for granted. Okay. Yeah. No. So then, and let's hook this back into the TM. Well, because in this... terms of anxiety, you have to get over
1: that in some way. I, I remember when I first started publishing, and I had to get out there and speak, and you know, my stomach is churning and things like that. But now, if somebody takes too long to introduce me, I push them off the stage.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, so that's a combination of the experience that you've gained and, the, and what we're talking about that gets developed by the meditation, right. you know. So we turn into something that we don't even think that we are, and we don't even want to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's. For
1: most writers, they don't want to be promoters. They don't want to be marketers. But, but the thing is, you can do a little bit every day to uh, market your book. And, and that often is enough to keep the shows going. But if, if you give up, you know, a lot of writers, they do two weeks of promotion. And they say, well, nobody wanted me. You know? <laughs> and it, it's just the wrong attitude. And you know, you know, you reconnected with me because I said never give up. Yes. And, you know, yes. that's part of the whole thing, you know, and that's part of, you know, the whole persistence that I talked about earlier. And that, you know, it's a lot easier to persist if you're feeling well, if you're feeling good about yourself, things like that, if you're not anxious and so on. I mean, the the minute you're really anxious, I guarantee you nobody's going to want to talk to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that reminds me of a story. And, and uh, you know, I saw a uh, – I taught a guy who who literally went to clown school and he's <laughs> he's a fellow who you can turn this to advantage or not but if you look at him it's a bit humorous you know <laughs> and he's short you know he's a little bit misshapen and he was working as a banker and he had given up and he came in and he learned TM from me in Los Angeles and uh, now, cutting that story short, you know he's uh he's got a regular gig on uh an, an l a show and on a national show and and <laughs> who, uh squarepants you know who's the squarepants show on t v yeah, yeah you know and so um but the t m and he said the same thing he said when he was getting an interview. Uh, or when he would go in and uh, uh, audition, then they could feel it. They could feel his anxiety. They could feel his sense of rejection. But what do you do when you have that? You know, so you have that. Let's say as a writer, you have it. And then I my talk in, in the book, I talk about this. It's not enough just to give yourself a pep talk that doesn't last. You need to have a fundamental influence. And that is transcending, and going into this inner field of liveliness, of bliss, of creativity, of all the kinds of physiological changes that happen, and then come out, and then give yourself a pep talk. It's like, pick up that phone, idiot. (laughs) Well, the neat thing is that you start speaking from your own truth
1: uh, when you're writing and then you're promoting it, and people pick up on that. Uh, if you're anxious about it, if you doubt yourself at all, people pick up on that. Yeah. And they're not going to buy your book if you doubt yourself. They're not going to buy your book if you're anxious. They'll buy your book if you actually believe in what
0: you've written. No, that's that's beautiful. And and what I'm getting at here to influence people if they've come this far to listen to this podcast is that you can't fake it. Right. Right. And if you can't fake it, and yet you don't feel it, what's the way out? And the way out is this, is this going inside? Is this transcending? Right. right, it makes a lot of
1: difference because you really connect with your, who you truly are, and that makes a lot of difference. And you, you're coming from a much stronger base, and that makes a difference. You know, I, I get it all the time. People, for example, people think I look younger than I actually am. And, uh, you know, I'm celebrating my 74th birthday in you know, yeah. a few days. And yeah. a lot of people would say, well, you don't look 74. Well, I'm starting to because I'm getting white, you know. So, <laughs> but, you know, if I dyed the hair, people wouldn't know what age I was. They'd probably think I was somewhere in my 50s.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing, and all that youthfulness comes from uh, living a healthy life, you know. But um, the a lot TM- of it
1: has to do with TM. I
0: my
1: my base health, I believe, comes from TM.
0: Yeah, no, what a huge thing. I mean, I've been, you know, feeling actually a little bit frustrated because. This does so much. I mean, I just did a New Year's re- resolution and basically was, come on, guys. You know, I mean, wars don't have to happen like they are. Really, you know, I'm sitting where a huge hurricane blew through and uh, knocked down everything just before yeah. just before I came. And um, there's even research by John Hagelin, our quantum physicist, or, or a talk by him, that if you build up enough coherence, that hurricane either isn't going to happen or it's not gonna hit where you are. So, and just, you know, coming back to writing and the life of the writer, this is such a simple, fundamental, basic practice, just like eating, just like sleeping, if you can manage to do it, you know? And that is, so what I'm feeling is a little bit of, wait a minute, everybody. You want so much, you have these dreams. In this case, we're talking about you want to be a successful writer. You want to have that persistence that we're talking about. Well, just like you gas up your car before you go for a trip, dive in to that source of persistence. So that's my frustration.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, uh, it really does set a baseline for your activity. You know, when you're not meditating, you carry that influence through your entire day, and that makes a lot of difference. In fact, you carry it through uh, day after day after day, uh, that kind of baseline calmness and and uh,
0: feeling that, yes, I can do it. Exactly. You know, let's look at the other side of it. So uh, supposing somebody's burned out, you know, and I've done burnout with uh, – with physicians. I trained uh, just a couple of weeks ago, a burned out psychiatrist, you know, burned out by COVID and and she's literally, literally, she's just taken herself out of the game. She's just at home. Uh, she's a mom and she's still doing things and now she's learned to TM. But um, supposing somebody's listening here and they just are let's like, not only am I discouraged, I'm flat out. I'm fried. You know, I've tried everything. <laughs> you know, Sometimes probably most people have a single manuscript that they've never been able to do anything with. You know, but maybe they have five and they burned out. But uh, what's your advice for, for burnout?
1: Well, obviously, TM really makes a difference for burnout because it renews you. in a a real way. And it it settles down whatever was causing that burnout feeling. So I think, you know, meditating is such a key thing that you need to do if you want to be successful. It really makes a difference because, say, they're holding on to a manuscript. Well, they don't ever get around to publishing it or uh, making it public they might as well not have written it. But the thing <laughs> is that if, if you start meditating, I bet the people that have a manuscript and start meditating will get it out one way or the other. Either they choose to self-publish or they actively go out and seek a publisher.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, a beautiful I helped
1: idea. one of my clients uh, from Texas uh, reinvigorate herself. She was uh, getting depressed and she had self-published her book and you know, it was doing okay. You know, it sold fifty books a, a month in Amazon. You know, yeah. for a lot of public, you know, authors that would be like, "Oh wow, I'm a success." Yeah. But, uh, she realized that she had been talking to a, a New York publisher, and uh, they were interested, and she just didn't act on it. Well, I talked to her, and she acted on it. She's got a contract offer now.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. No, and that's uh, that's a beautiful quote. You know that these people. If they just begin TM, they will make that next move that they need to make with their manuscript or with marketing their book. Um, And, you know, I see it all the time. And sometimes it's even pure luck, you know, that it seems like pure luck that happens to people. You know, like I'm working with a person and she's a social media expert and and she says she... We can't, she learned to meditate just from working with me, and she's like, well, okay, maybe I'll find out what this is all about. And it's like the roof opened up when after she learned. She said, I'm getting all this new business. I have no idea why. And I said, neither do I. You know, it's just you start. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: start. Well, the- a lot of it, you know, it's so natural. A lot of the results that are outside in activity after you meditate that You can't attribute it necessarily to meditation because it just seems to come. Beautiful. It's a real sense where it is the result of you meditating, getting in touch with yourself. You know, being getting in touch with the realness of the real world um, in in a way that makes a difference, and your activity becomes more productive.
0: And that's really a key thing. Hey, this is this is just—I'm uh, so proud of you, man! And when I first met you, uh, you were my student. <laughs> that was at uh, Maharshi International University, and the very first course, and uh, and that was a master's degree in interdisciplinary studies. And uh, <laughs> congratulations to you for even beginning at that time. And you know, we're, we're nearing the end of our time here, and I just wanted to ask you. What would be your best advice for writers suffering from anxiety, panic attacks, rejection, or even writer's block? Uh,
1: call Jim Mead and get initiated.
0: <laughs> 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 Was that
1: what you wanted me to say? Obviously, you know, uh, TM, studying TM, really makes a difference. It can really power you through in a way that would surprise you and I most of people would be surprised by how
0: productive they become once they start meditating. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us yeah. and um, in a way it's the tables are connecting <laughs> and it's great to reconnect, you know, and yeah, I used to see you, you know, one of actually quite a few faces there in the crowd at the original course. And, and then I'd see you online with your successful book marketing. And now, in some ways, I'm at your feet. It's like, what more can I do and read your book? Yeah, 1,001 Ways to Market Your Book. So the book we're talking about today is End Anxiety. The author is James Mead. See you and enjoy the rest of your life. Thank you for listening to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. We hope you enjoyed the show and we hope we were able to help you or help you to help a loved one who is struggling to cope with anxiety and stress during these very difficult times. Although the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped many people across the globe cope with anxiety and depression, this podcast does not claim to dispense professional medical advice. If you think you are experiencing a mental health crisis, we strongly urge you to consult with a healthcare professional. The End Anxiety Podcast is produced with the kind support of Scout Media and select book publishers, with editing and audio production provided by Kenichi Sugihara. Our theme music, Looking Back, was written and performed by the group Paper Planes. If you like the content of this podcast, please subscribe on whatever platform that you use to get your podcasts. And please hit the like button to let them know that you approve of our work. Last but not least, End Anxiety, the book, is available wherever books or ebooks are sold. And it is full of even more useful information about anxiety and the benefits of Transcendental Meditation. My name is James Mead. Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for another episode of the End Anxiety Podcast.